Welcome to the Untangle and Thrive podcast, where we talk about real problems, real clients, and real solutions. Now here is your host, Angela McKinney. Hi, it's Angela McKinney, and welcome to the Untangle and Thrive podcast. How are you? I hope everyone's doing well. Today, I thought I'd keep it short, but pretty deep here. (laughs) Short, deep, and sweet, I hope. I wanted to talk about how does one open up to loving again, right? When I think about all my clients and marriages and couples I work with and people I work with, How do we reopen to love? How do we take the risk and open to loving again? And this is difficult for so many of us, right? Uh, We learn to shut our hearts down. We're overly sensitive to possible rejection or humiliation or pain or disappointment. And so we quickly unconsciously quickly shut it down. We shut down our system of love. And then we sort of manage these kind of dull, um, staticky experiences, and we get suspicious, and we get um, very overtuned to others, and we start trying to mind read. What, What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? And we ruminate, and it sort of gets, you know, and sort of carve out our hearts. We just sort of carve them out. And we start waiting for others to change. (laughs) We start waiting for them to get their shit together, right? We start waiting for them to go fix themselves. Or we start fixing ourselves and hyper-vigilantly working towards um, attacking and and hating and, and acting out with our own sort of compulsivities. <sighs> so how do we open up when we've been really hurt, when we've been really mistreated, neglected, abused? How do we? How do we open our hearts again? I I pause because I really viscerally understand how painful and confusing opening your heart to love completely and freely, how challenging that can be. And so I'm I'm there with you if you're if you're really struggling and stuck and feeling frustrated, you don't know how to do it and why is it so difficult. And Loving is where we get ourselves really free, however. I'm just gonna say that. When we can do this, when we can open up our hearts to love again, we are free. And so often we're coming from a wounded place with it. So it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't one feel like freedom. And often it's a trap because we're just giving our power away to someone else. 
But if we drill down underneath the trauma and drama of the abuse that took place, that trained our hearts to shut down, if we can move below it, below those chaotic waters of confusion and triggers and um, terror when it comes to love, if we can go lower, I know people, I've told you deep here, going underneath the noise, and we can peek inside to the part of us that truly, truly, innately, intimately understands how to love fiercely and freely, without any expectations, without any strings, without any scorecards, without any of the bullshit, really. And I have news for you. We all have that part of us. We all have it, people. We all know how to love completely. We just often forget. We forget in the trauma of circumstances or the drama of our circumstances. We forget. So untangling is really about clearing space to re-remember the part of us that knows how to love freely, that knows how to serve love freely. And when we can separate out those parts of us, right? When we can create some space to to differentiate, meaning separate the part of us that's tangled with love, that's really triggered and confused and has to, to hold it, control it, manipulate it, close it, manage it, versus the part of us that really can thrive with love, that is actually so hungry for love, for, the, for, for healthy love, for connected love, for deep love, of acceptance. So both can sit next to each other. Both are true. Both exist. I have a part of me that's so tangled with love. It's just, it's, it's, it's a horrible, it's a horrible ER station over here. <laughs> it's just a horrible situation. If that's the only part that I'm accessing, it's confused, it's small, it's controlling, it's terrorized, it's terrifying. It's all about protection and threat and fear of possibly what would happen if I open up. But then I also have this other part that really can love. So how do I access that part? One is understanding the science of integration, which I talk so much about, this differentiating concept, this, this we're not all, we're just not one self, we're not one part, we're multiple parts. And um, knowing how to separate out the tangled self from this other part of us, the creative self, the organizer self, this is a helpful construct to give us some bandwidth, some space internally to start accessing greater intelligence, accessing uh, new perspectives, new sensations, new thoughts, new feelings, start to stir, stir our bodies in a healthier, more embodied way. And in integrating some of these old 
parts of us with, with this deeper, wiser, richer experience, that we all have this other part of us that really can thrive, that really can love, that really can emerge from hiding and shame and claim life in powerful ways. Both exist, people, both. And often we're at war with the one and we're not paying attention to the other. And so we're really impaired in our organizing capacity. So part of the work I'm doing is helping you separate out and dip into the, the part that can love. And I have a little exercise that I do and I help some people work in their life is to, if you're really stuck here, if love, if it really feels difficult to access the part of you that can love freely, without pain, without confusion, without complication, without, without all the noise, right? Then sometimes it's helpful to bring in that imagination. Sometimes it's helpful to, to go back into your imagination and into your childhood and recall sensations of that level of freedom, the freedom to, to crawl into walking without shame or fear, the, the, the freedom to screw up and love yourself into learning language, the space of, of that kind of encouragement, of safety, so that we're cultivating a safe internal experience to, to crawl into our hearts again, to open up to our hearts again, to remember how great and, and light it feels to, to, to move freely and love freely. The spontane, you know, the spontaneity of it, the variety of it, the colors of it. So we want to use our imagination resourcefully. Often we're we're just getting hijacked by our unresourceful imagination, taking us into the trauma drama. And so if if it can create if it can recreate trauma and drama, <laughs> if we flip the circuitry of imagination, why can't we recreate safety, love, and connectedness? Well, we can. We just have to start working differently. You know, I always say to my clients, you know, this over here, the surviving a broken heart is really a lot of work. Yes, it's your default system. Yes, it's automatic. Yes, it's protection. Yes, yes, yes. But it's exhausting to manage it. And this over here, this does require work. It requires a different kind of work. This is a meaningful work. This is an explorative, experiential work. This is working with your sensorial body and your imagination to cultivate internal safety and openness to love. It's a different work. But my God, <laughs> it's so much more rewarding and so much easier. It's so much easier. So the imagination is really helpful here. So take yourself on a walk. Start to dip into this deeper intelligence that does have this inside of you. It's not outside of you. No one's going to have to fix you. It's inside of you. Start to feel the constriction around your heart and start to thaw it. Start to allow the sun, the wind to, to unwind it a little bit and open it and expand into it more. Let your heart start shaping your thinking. Let your heart start to shape the way you walk, the way you speak, the rhythms that you start to find in your day-to-day -day life. B 
Bring all the awareness into your heart and open it little by little, people, little by little. I always say I have to get on my knees, and I am not joking, and not in a, it's interesting, getting on your knees could be sort of associated to humiliation, right? Our humility. Often we have to get to humility, unfortunately, through humiliation, (laughs) and I understand that road. But getting to humility of that sort of beginner's mind, of that younger part of us that really wants to explore the world, that is the humility I'm saying that we want to invite. And I invite that when I get on my knees and I allow my body and my heart to remember the freedom to crawl. That I don't have to walk largely and open my heart huge today and, 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 and let it all go today. I don't have to do that. That would be too much for my particular system. But I can start to use my imagination and allow my body to crawl into my heart little bit, little bit, little bit and start exploring it so that I feel stable to stand up inside my heart when I do, right? So that I'm working really gently and very skillfully with where I'm at, but yet encouraging it to move so that I'm not frozen and shut down and managing. So humility, finding your flooring around, what is humility to open a little bit more? to put yourself in your body a little bit more to opening. And what what inspirational connectedness, what brings you to a level of awareness that gives you permission for that? Bubble baths do for me as well. Nature does. The freedom of watching my dog, of children, the, the, the playgrounds around us really can help stir and cultivate opening. And when we open people, our hearts, our world changes, our paradigm shifts. What, what, what was bothersome becomes way less bothersome. What, what was unexpected becomes surprising and delicious. What was, what's, what, what's, we were so rigid and stuck becomes loose and sort of like a river flowing and electric and charged and alive and present. So opening your heart, that is my call today. I think we all need to massage us into our hearts better, into our bodies better, into our imaginations better, to keep expanding so that we're connecting and bringing more of ourselves to this beautiful life. All right, people, have a beautiful week. I'll be here with you next week. Take care. Bye. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, check out our life skills programs. We take these creative life skills and integrate them into a practice. Check out the details at www.untangleandthrive.com program.